There you go. How's this? Yeah, that should be good. it higher or lower? Or I don't know. Where. Oh, okay. There, that's good. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Will you get my phone so I can text her and tell her I'm on? I forgot. I left you in my bathroom. Thank you. Whew. Lord have mercy. Yeah, but she's not here. Bye. I love you. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Yay! There she is. Hi. Let's see here. It looks like I'm on the wrong camera. So hang on. Oh, okay. No, actually. Thank you so much for being awesome and patient. And I'm, I was like, somebody told me Kim was scheduled for what? <laughs> well, I rescheduled. So yeah, but like they needed to tell me that. <laughs> All right. So can, is my audio good? Yeah. Yeah. It looks my great. Over. I'm not centered, am I? Uh, no. Does it matter? Hang on. It doesn't matter, but. All right. Look. Yeah. Did you see my little baby here? Oh, she's a little boy girl. <laughs> little girl. Her name is Sophie. Sophie. So cute. I am so, I was so excited to see her picture because that was heartbreaking to, man, I just. Yeah, we, uh, we lost both of our previous fur babies like within a couple of years of one yeah. another and uh and so the last one was really hard because you know we were empty nesters so she got all of our love and attention oh yeah you know? i mean we just transferred every bit of everything we had to her and um and so when we lost her it was like ugh. you know i thought my my husband in particular just really took it hard oh yeah and, um, so we got a new one though yeah she, quite the little handful that's so, cool. that's so awesome i love it yeah we basically have a menagerie here at our house so i love it though i mean a zebra do you have a zebra yes <laughs> but, um we so we and i just got a golden doodle like a month ago oh do you love it oh my gosh he is so much fun uh, i mean he's a handful because he's a doodle uh -huh. like, but he's so much fun yeah. i i love it and, and yeah, everyone's falling in love with them. So, <laughs> uh, well, we're going to talk about business, like working from home. So all the things like we've talked so many times. So, you know, yeah. you yeah. know, my tribe and you know, the heart of these women. So, and definitely bring your faith into it. 
Okay. And it's okay if she occasionally pops her head off. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I love that so much. Totally. I love it. Um, but yeah, we can start. I know we have a horse stop at 11.45. Yep. Sounds good. Let's do this. All right. Thank you. Oh, wait. How do you want me to introduce you? Because like, I just, I just think of you as like, okay, my BFF Kim, but. So that's fine. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I'm really, um, even though I've, I still have a partnership with, uh, with my old business partner in Boom Social, cause that's still a pretty substantial revenue stream. And, but I'm really trying to distance myself from Boom Social. Oh. So just, you know, my personal brand and, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm in the middle of a rebrand right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Just so, you help people with their businesses online to make a social yeah. presence. Okay. Yeah. I, I love helping entrepreneurs grow using digital and social media. Okay. All right. All right. I will get that. Welcome back to the Super Mom Summit. I, this has been so incredible, so much learning, so much growing, so much realizing how we're already super just because of God's power at work in us. Now, sometimes we can see that at our home, with our health, with our family, with our lives, but then when we venture to the business world, all of a sudden it brings up a whole new level of um, just personal responsibility and how do we do all this? And can we even do all this? That's why I'm so grateful today. We have the super mom. She is Kim Possible herself, Kim Garst. And not only is she a dear friend of mine, but she has such an amazing ability to not only build a business. I mean, she's proven it can happen for a mom, but she also now helps entrepreneurs build their businesses through social media, through their online presence, through so many avenues that we have available to us today. So what a perfect guest to have on. Kim, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, actually. And, um, you know, there's just something about the zebra in your background. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Well, here's, here's why um, our tribe here, the Master Moms, we love zebras because we consider ourselves, that's like, that's like our, our um, what do you call it? our mascot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because zebras, they're cute, they're quirky, they're original. But here's what you don't know about zebras. They are incredibly territorial. And uh, they and will, they're known to, us, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're known to like, they will kill lions with one swift kick. They can uh, completely immobilize lions, kill lions. And so, you know, when the lion tries to, well, no. We have a lion, Lion of Judah, but when the enemy prowls around like a lion trying to create fear in our lives, we're like, oh no, let me just give you a swift kick of the word and that will kill you off. So that's why we love zebras. But in the business world, we've got to be zebras. We have to be unique. We have to stand out. And how do we do this? And first of all, can we even do this? And why I asked you here to the Supermom Summit was because you understand how it's possible through the power of God at work in us. And you understand all of the junk that sometimes building a business brings up for moms. And I don't want someone on to say, here's one, two, three, how to do it, because we have enough of that. We need someone who understands that super mom perspective on how to do it without sacrificing. And, you know, that is, um, it's a struggle. Let's keep it real. I mean, 
there, I hate the word balance because I personally don't think there are, there is such a thing. You know, everybody tries to leverage that term like work-life balance and, um, and I think there's seasons in our business where we have to, um, you know, have to devote more time at certain points. You know, maybe we have a product launch or something and, you know, we have, we have to do more work. We have to spend more time working. And then there's times when we work for work's sake and we could be taking some of that time and investing it back into our families. Um, so we have to find, if there is any balance, it's that balance, I, I think, where, you know, it, we have to understand that we don't always have to be on, you know, we can't yeah. use, and that's why we start businesses to begin with, so we have that freedom. You know, if it's time to take our kids to hockey practice or, you know, baseball practice or football practice or wherever, we can do that, you know, we don't have to have to have any um, worry that we can't do that. So the balance thing um, is, is just that, it's, it's picking and choosing where you spend your time um, and then being present in that time. You know, if you're working, like knock it out, don't dilly-dally around looking in, you know, other people's pictures yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> saying, saying that you're working. Right. You're like, you know, categorizing your contact list yeah. something like like not doing effective work right so it's it's you know and there, there's such a thing as busy work and then there's productive work so you know just uh i think that that's the the, the places where you can start to define that balance if you will uh versus you know just oh well i'm working therefore you know well, one thing that, um, and I want, and I love to go deep here because I want people, I want moms to come out of the Super Mom Summit with real tactical maneuvers that, that they can uh, employ to become their super moms. And uh, one thing I see that comes up over and over again, and not many people talk about this. They always talk about how to build a business, how to build a social media presence top 10 methods on, you know, reaching six figures. The thing that I see creeping up all the time with moms, and I want you to talk about this, is that um, a lot of times we get this imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to build a business? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and, and all of a sudden, when we start doing this thing, I want you to talk about that, that whole imposter syndrome. I think that hits moms really, really hard. We don't talk about it enough. But another thing is when we start creating a little bit of success, it could be, wait, my product actually does sell. Someone bought my painting. Someone, you know, got, got me to help them with their copywriting, whatever it is. All of a sudden we start to think, wait, can I do both? Maybe not. Am I being a bad mom? Guilt creeps in and sometimes we'll sabotage our own business efforts because we feel like that validates us and I, and, and I need to punish myself for being a bad mom. You know, all this garbage. Garbage. Stuff, all this garbage. garbage. Yeah. And I want to get rid of that garbage so we can clear the area to, be, to let that superpower come out in our business. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say that God uh, didn't make junk. He did not make um, us to live a small life. Right. And everybody um, has their own uniqueness. So imposter syndrome is like so flipping real. I mean, and, and we, we self-sabotage ourselves on that all the time. And we do that because we don't own our own, um, our own greatness. 
We don't, we don't understand that we do have greatness in us. Each and every one of us does. Mm -hmm. There's no junk out there. Right. Each of us has um, a greatness in us and it's unique to you. It, it is one of those things where you have a, a skill set or you have a talent. We all have them. The Bible says we do. You know, you just have to figure out what they are for you. Um, but we sabotage ourselves because we're looking at what we spend hours, probably a day. Let's keep it real. Looking at what everybody else is doing, you mm -hmm. know, versus yeah. trying to. Oh, no. oh, well, this is what I need to do. Oh, right. no, this is what I need to do. I'm doing right. this wrong. I mean, there are core practices, absolutely, and there are people you can learn from, but if you get so wrapped up in, like, paying attention to what everybody else is doing and trying to reverse engineer it, mm -hmm. you'll ultimately do nothing that is uniquely you, which is defeating the whole purpose of all of it. Yeah. So um, it, it's really important that you stop paying so much attention to what everybody else is doing right. first. Right. That is, that is so real. That comparison robs you of joy and it robs you of creativity. You it makes awesome you feel idea. less than. It yeah. makes you, let's get real. It also makes you feel less than. You're, yeah. You see other people doing all this amazing stuff and you're like, you know, I, can't, I don't have the resources to do yeah. all that. I, I can't take pictures. They, they obviously pictures. don't have five kids at home, you know. You know, you, you just yeah. start to doubt. All this stuff creeps in, um, and, and you start to think you can't do it. Right. I call it can't-do-it syndrome, you know. Well, nobody can't did, never did anything, right? Right, so, right. And then, and then when we say, well, I can't do that because blah, 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 right. we're just allowing ourselves into – the excuses and excuses are lies that that will just prevent us from figuring out a way to live our best selves. Amen. And, and I, I just like to say yeah. that when when you uh, find yourself saying the word can't stop, I mean, literally, you have to start making a conscious decision to obliterate the word can't from your your vocabulary. Right. Right. Reframe it. Um, I can do this in 10 days. Uh, I can do this as soon as, you know, uh, don't let, um, the word can't creep in because you're listening to yourself. You yeah. know, you're, we're, I, I personally think we're really our worst enemies. And so, oh, totally, totally, you know, we just get in our own way. And, you know, when you have a holdup, um, you know, whether it's a fear factor or, um, you know, some, somebody, cause this happens too. somebody in your household or somebody that, that you love, um, makes you feel less than that. You can't do this, that, you know, um, or to your, your second question where you start to, um, you know, you start to achieve a little bit of success and then you start to feel guilty about that success because it could be another loved one that's not enjoying that success, they're struggling, or you feel guilty because you're not spending as much time with your kids, or, 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 or. I mean, you know, there's a, a ton of things, and everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Um, but but do you think sometimes we'll ruin our own opportunities? Amen. Because we feel like, well, if I can prove to myself that I really can't build a business, then I can quit feeling guilty about keeping time away from my kids, you know, or well, we use our kids as an excuse instead of a reason 
to rise up to our greatest self. So much garbage. Well, I have an amazing story to share real quick. Um, I I love your stories, Kim. Yes. Her name is Charlotte Seams. And she, um, and I don't think she would mind me telling, maybe I should, I guess I shouldn't have named her, but um, too late. I've already done it. (laughs) A lovely woman. um, Her husband is a pastor. And she came to one of my masterminds, um, oh, probably, I don't know, probably five years ago now. And I distinctly remember her sitting across the table and tears just running, crocodile tears, running down her face. She's like, I'm just a mom. Why would anyone buy anything from me? She has 12 natural born children. What? 12 natural born children. I will listen to her any day. Girl, she has, and she's gone on to build a fabulous um, uh, network marketing business. She's doing incredible things, having a life that she never thought she would enjoy. Wow. It just, I mean, honestly, I get chills just, just telling her story because don't, never think that because you are just a mom that you are less than. Right. We are more than when yes. we are a mom. mom. Being a mom is one of the greatest blessings that God gives mm-hmm. us. And we just, you know, we have to, it can be, you can have both is my point. You yeah. can um, be a wonderful mom and you can have a successful business. You know what? I just, something came to me. I want to share this. And, um, I think this is God inspired that so many women have heard, well, you can't, you know, you can't have it all. You can't have a successful business and be a good mom. And I think the reason that we've heard this message so much over and over and over is because maybe they haven't figured it out. And just because they didn't figure it out, why should you receive that as a truth that you can't have it all. Maybe, maybe God can, could, could he, could God's power actually work through you so that he can multiply your efforts and multiply your time and enable you to make an impact, not only on your family, but also in a, in a business, in the business world. Why not? Well, absolutely. Well, God's power is almighty, right? I mean, there's no way that we could do any of this on our own. Um, and, and newsflash, nobody's figured it out. I mean, you know, I mean, there is no magic like formula. It's like having uh, children, right? They're all different. There's no manual outside of the Bible. They don't come pop out with a manual, (laughs) you know? So we use, of course, uh, you know, what we learn through, uh, through the Bible to try to raise our children in a godly way. Mm -hmm. But the the reality is sometimes that doesn't work. I mean, so the point is that, there, and I think this is true for anyone. You have to find your own secret sauce. Yeah. Out what works for you and be okay with, um, tr- being okay with having both, not getting so wrapped up in, you know, uh, your ego, because I'll speak from personal experience. We can't help it. Honestly, it's a part of us when we start yeah. enjoying success it's, it is, it feeds our ego. And if you let that get to you to a place where you're like, Oh, I'm helping all these people. And that's part of it. You want that. I mean, we desperately want to help others. Yeah. But if you get so wrapped up in that feeling of, um, you know, and, and letting that feed your ego, 
uh, to the degree that you are not spending as much time and energy with your family because you need that, you know, you need that all that, you know, uh, validation from the other side. Um, then that's when you have, a, a, you have to step back a little bit and say, okay, smack, smack, come back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, my, the most important things in my life really are right here in my home. Yeah. And, um, and, and you have to find that you have to, again, find a little balance. So there's seasons, like I say, there'll be times when you'll find that you're out of balance and mm -hmm. you have to be real with yourself and say, okay, come back, come back to the light a little bit and, you know, restructure a little. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want to uh, touch back on when you talked about comparison, because sometimes we'll start a business and we'll, um, whether it's like, I want to write this book, I want to sell painted furniture. I want to, you know, do a fashion line. I, I want to sell this product, be part of this business. All of a sudden we will uh, start to try to figure out, like you said, what are the what are the secrets? Like I want to know the inside knowledge on how to build my six figures in six months or whatever the thing is. Oh, it's crazy. An overnight success business. Overnight success. <laughs> that I spent two years working on. Uh, but, but all of a sudden we'll start looking at other people and we can't say, well, it happened for her and, six months why is it taking me so long that comparison will rob your productivity because we spend so much time trying to figure out well, what what's my next move and what cool strategy should i be doing instead of just working the basics like i know you're big on basics i'm big on basics yeah. and, and uh, instead of just working the basics and giving ourselves freedom to go in our own timeline we start looking at everybody else and spin our wheels saying, well, that's not working. Let me try this. Well, that's not working. Let me try this. And all of a sudden we're like, we're spread and out. It's all consistency, honestly. Yes. Everything is about consistency. Talk about consistency um, for a minute, because I think that's what, what moms, we don't see a result. So we switch gears and yes. that's dangerous. Yes, it, it absolutely is the basics. So let me give a quick uh, sports analogy here. Uh, my boys have played hockey for literally years. My oldest just graduated college and he played throughout his whole uh, Can you college believe career. your oldest just graduated right. college? I mean, I'm sorry, my youngest, my youngest. I said Wait oldest, but my youngest. Your youngest? Yes. My youngest. What? So, um, but, but, Every practice, and I spent, I literally spent hours and hours and hours in a cold rink, you know, watching them practice over the years. Um, I'd like to know how many hours now, you know, just, just. You should just take me. a minute and figure it out. Just do <laughs> right. it out and, and sometimes. Time. <laughs> yeah. But the point that I really wanted to make was each and every practice, um, the very first thing that they did that was work on basics every practice every because once they get the basics it's like riding a bicycle right yeah. you never forget the basics yeah. but you need to practice the basics all the time yeah. and i think that's so true in business too is there's like i said before there are core things um the, i think the unique part of being a business owner and what we uniquely bring to our business is the spin that we put on the things yeah that we yeah Right. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, we all do variations of the same marketing's marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, owning a business is owning a business, but the, the uniqueness of, of how you show up, especially in social media is our own, our own sauce, you know? Right. 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 Um, and so many times I think people get hung up on, 
um, putting themselves out there because they're like, oh, I'm not as cool as blah, blah, blah. I got to get it perfect first. Yeah, or I Whatever you know, that is. it's not cool or my, you know, it's so many things that, again, we get in our own way. We, we get in our own heads and hold ourselves back from shining the light that God gave us. Yes. So, you know, we, we've just got to put ourselves out there and know that he's got us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I remember hearing this one person talk. He said, content is not king. Because we live in the information age. People can get their stuff. Like they can just Google and get it. What they need is context. They need to know who you are, build a relationship with you. They want to, and once you develop that trust and you can't develop trust without being real and being authentic and stop trying to be a cheap copy of someone else. I could never be a Kim Garst. I mean, nor would I, I can be you. I mean, and we're not meant to be. We're not meant to be. We bring our own unique thing to the table and we can either be a wonderful, authentic self, or we can be a cheap copy of someone else. And when we develop our own uniqueness and also our own strategies, because we can't say, well, that worked for that person. So it must work for me. God, because he loves us and he wants us to be successful, he'll give us creative ideas. He'll give us wisdom, but will we have the boldness to act on it? Kim, I know there's been some ideas in your business where sometimes it didn't look like it made sense on paper. And then you're like, but I know. You roll something out and it's a total flop. Yeah. It was usually successful for someone else. Um, So, you know, following everybody. And like I say, there is definitely, um, you know, systems, if you will, that work consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's also so much opportunity, and especially today, because to your point, um, when I started my business 27 years ago, yeah, um, I'm I'm old. Uh, Look at no. You look the, amazing. Well, thank you. Well, the, the interesting part was there was no information online. You know, that was just when the internet was really be- beginning to become commercial. And so there were no YouTube videos to watch. There was no blog content to, to read. Um, I was totally self-taught. And for those of you who may be struggling still to feel like you're not quite making the money you want to make, um, it took me five years to make my first $60. So keep after it. Uh, Perseverance is the key to all of this. I love that story so much, Kim. I remember when you told me, Yeah. you told me, girl, it took me six years to make my first 50 bucks. All of a sudden this pressure just, yes, lifted. It's like, it's okay. Like you, it may take time, but if I give up on this, I'll never, ever know. You'll never, you'll never achieve it. And the, the beautiful part, I totally believe I'm here just by attrition because I just hung in there. I don't quit. You know, if something doesn't do work, not. then I just shake it off and I go after it again. You know, I don't get stressed over uh, all of it uh, anymore like I used to. But to go back to the point was um, today there's information overload. We don't even know who to listen to. There's so many shiny objects out there that we get sidelined almost daily by a new strategy, a new tactic. But I was talking to someone just yesterday, um, Molly Mahoney. I don't know if you know Molly, but um, she was talking about this new thing she had done. She just said, hey, you know, I'm going to throw it out there and see what happens. And she called it like, um, what'd she call it? Like the... uh, 
quick launch or something like that. She literally just told people what it was and you know, they bought. She ended up like with 180 people that purchased. There was no fancy launch. My point being is exactly your point. We can do whatever we want, guys. We don't have to, we don't have to get someone to sign off and say, right? yes, it's approved. Right. We don't have to like do the job however we want that. And, and sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. You just have to figure out what does work and do more of it. Yes. Yes. And it's a, it's a process, yes. but we can't, we have to take measures to build it. And, um, I, I also help people build businesses. And I remember talking with this one woman, she's like, well, I've got this awesome idea. And I think this is going to be an incredible, like, uh, you know, I'll write this book for my audience and I've got this program I'm thinking about. And I said, okay, but are you still following up with people every day? She's like, no, I haven't been. And I think that's sometimes because we're so inundated with all the people doing all the cool new stuff, we'll think that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. And then if you're building a business from your home, you know, there are hard things like picking up that 500 pound phone and calling up follow-ups and speaking to yeah. people. Those basic things you've got to, that, that's what you were talking about, like that, those hockey skills. You've got to make sure daily you're doing the basics. Like, yeah, get the creative ideas and you don't need anyone's approval for it. But don't, don't neglect the basics. I, I remember when I was uh, decluttering, I went through like the 30 day power purge and I was decluttering stuff. And I spent, I've been spent so much energy, like in the little pockets decluttering all of a sudden the laundry's backed up and the dishes are piled up in the sink. And I don't know what we're going to make for dinner. Like, yes, do those cool projects that are going to push you forward, but don't forget about dusting the furniture. Amen. And yeah. The laundry. Yeah. You got to do the basics. I think, um, and sometimes those basics, uh, let's just keep this real too. Uh, to your point, the 500 a pound phone where we dread the things that we, that really are going to make the most impact, especially from a basic standpoint. Yeah. But we find some other thing to make us feel like we're doing something, right? <laughs> we do. Right? Oh my gosh, we do. We're like, no, this is cooler. Yeah. This is faster. Yeah. And I need to get this done. So <laughs> then it goes back to, you know, we're tricking ourselves to, to think that we're being busy that day and we're working on our business. Mm -hmm. When what really moves the needle in our business, we put off because it makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. Wow. It's, that's so true. Guys, listen to Kim. This woman knows her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be hard to get an hour with her. She is amazing. Her knowledge and her wisdom is spot on. Like she's telling you like a lot of things you may be doing subconsciously, you could be doing it because you're pushing off the things that are uncomfortable. Yes. And you know, uh, I'll say this too. There is amazing things on the other side of fear. So, you know, if you just push, if you hate the calls, okay, you hate the calls, but acknowledge that. That's okay. I yeah. mean, um, but do it anyway. Yeah. You know, well, like Brian Tracy says, eat the frog. Eat the frog. And you'll get to where you, maybe you, I, I hate to say you won't, won't like still hate the calls, but you won't dread them as much because you know there's an end result. Yeah. It's like, you know, going live on uh, Facebook, you know, yeah. it's, it's like one of those things, Gosh, yes. I can't do it. I can't do it. But yet when you do it, 
it's like amazing. Or a better example, just a real world example, is um, uh, maybe you have like a friend or a relation that you don't see as often as you know you should, right? We all have those. Yeah. And though t then when you finally make the time and you go see them, you feel so much better because you did it. Yes. And, you, and you're like, oh, I should do this more often. It's the exact same thing, exact except same we thing. don't. Why yeah. don't we? I mean, you know, it's so I never wake up in the morning and say, man, I really want to go to the gym and exercise. Right? <laughs> I never, there's never been a morning where I wake up excited about exercise. Yeah. But I'm telling you on the way back, you're like, I did it. Thank you, Jesus. I did yes. it. Because yes. you're still so successful. I remember hearing this one person talk and he said, the only reason you hate doing the things you need to do to build your business is just because you're not good at it. And, and like, you here's, know, another, here's another nugget too. Uh, and you're not good at it because you don't do it enough. So uh, one of my biggest regrets, a lot of times when I do podcast interviews, people will ask me this, you know, if you could tell your earlier self something, what would it be? Oh yeah. And I think this is very impactful right here uh, in this moment while we're talking about this. What I would tell my earlier self would be to um, outsource as quickly as I possibly can. Mm. We um, hold on because we're like, well, I got to pay that electric bill or I got to pay, you know, this. And we hoard money in our businesses uh, because we're worried that we won't make more. And so uh, my I'm guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that. Yes. Like so, I have everything. This is. Uh, this is speaks to this moment because you need to outsource what you're not good at you know focus on things you are good at that you love to do and then outsource things that you're not good at you know if it's taking you 30 30 minutes to an hour to try to figure out how to do XYZ and you're like frustrated find somebody who's really good at that and hire them to do it yeah um, you know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. And ultimately you're going to end up hating your business. Now that said, if you look at your business and you're like, okay, I can outsource this. I can outsource that. There's nothing left for you. Then that just means that maybe you don't really love your business. Wow. That's so true. Because there are certain things you should love to do in your business. Yes. And yes. that only you can do. But like, I, I figured out I love creating content. I yeah. love that. I love doing the doing the interviews and the podcast. I love talking with you. And and when I was like getting caught up in, I don't know, how do I do this funnel and how do I program it? It was just, it was work. That's yeah. when it became work. Yes. And bringing people in who really knew what to do and enjoyed it was such a relief for me. And here's the problem though. You and I both know what moms are thinking right now. I can't afford it. Yes. So my next question to you is, um, and, and this is again goes back to, I wish I told myself this earlier is, can you afford not to, mm, I yeah. mean, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where it's a mindset for us and it's a lack mindset. Mm, it's, it's you know, we, we get so wrapped up in, um, you know, worrying about the next dollar that we don't trust that God and trust that God, I'm going to say that again, trust that God will bring us another opportunity, more money in the door. So, um, so it, and I'm not saying go out and get, you know, how crazy wild and, and spend out every penny you have, but you definitely need to find as quickly as you can 
things that you don't have to do that you can hire someone else to do. You know and, what? I found this worked out. Look at Sophie. She's just like, I'm going to go for me. But this is what worked out for me. And it was crazy when I, fi when I finally said, you know what? I'm, I'm not limited. God is not limited. And I just, it's almost like falling and just hoping that you grow wings on the way down. Like saying, okay, God is not limited. I'm going to trust this. And it was the hardest thing for me yes. to bring in someone who would clean the house once every two weeks. Yes. And some people are like, oh, that wouldn't be hard for me. It was excruciatingly hard for me because first of all, I didn't know where that money was going to come from. And, uh, also I had to get over the guilt of like, Oh, but I'm not doing it and I should do everything. But here's what happened, Kim. She would, she came in and guess what? I, I went to work. Yes. Like, I, I was so much more efficient. Well, that was just, I like, so I say that because, um, I was just getting ready to say that this is the key to all of this. If you commit and you're and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to trust that what Kim said is right. Uh, or that what Hannah said is right, that if, long, if I take the leap, that um, God will provide the opportunities. Well, yes, he will, but you got to do the work. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, you can't just sit back on your laurels and say, oh, you know, okay, I got some free time now. Let me go to the pool. You know, you got, I call it sitting on your aspirations. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we, we are... God has, and that's the whole thing about the Supermom Summit, is that it is exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we can think or hope or imagine, according to his power at work in us. That Ephesians 3.20 promise, it hinges on his power at work in us. It's not him planting it in front of our face. It's his power at work in us that enables us to act on the creative ideas, to do the hard things that we feel uncomfortable doing, to take the risks that scare us. It's his power. And if we just, and, and we talked about it being that, that dunamis power where it's dynamic only when you act on it. Right. It's I mean, it goes back to, you know, one of my, my bet, maybe a better way of kind of describing this from a business of you too, just both sides of it. Cause it, it's one of those things to say, okay, I'm going to trust that God is going to handle this for me. But at the same time, um, you know, going back to that action base, you know, what are we going to do when, you know, we, we take that leap? You know, what's the next step look like? So my focus, just so ever kind of get maybe, and this isn't something that everybody has to do, but I do this routinely. It's just the way my brain thinks. When um, I hire someone new, I take a look at what it's going to cost me to hire that person. And then I set about making additional revenue to pay for that person. Mm, so yeah. Once I have paid for that person, um, then I know, okay, they're covered and everything else is gravy from that point forward. Yeah. And, and that's kind of my mentality of taking a look at, you know, hiring that new person, making sure that, um, in some cases, um, someone that is, and there's two types of people, I think, when you're looking for hires, people who take uh, work off of your plate that will give you more time to do what you do well and creates revenue in your business. Um, and they may not be income generating uh, employees. Right, right. 
but they enable you to do that. And then the other type of team member is someone who is an income generator, you know, who does specific things that are going to generate revenue in your business. You know, maybe they build your funnels or maybe, you know, there's a lot of different things. Maybe there's, they do sales calls for you. There's a lot of different types of uh, team members that are revenue generating. Again, it just goes back to which one of those and then making sure that you cover down on their, um, you know, whatever you're having to pay them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Let me just, I love seeing you with Sophie. Sophie's her dog. And I love, because it just reminds me that we can do this build, business building thing, living our real lives. Like my son set up my computer here and then he's watching the dog and that, you know, like we can live our real lives. We don't have to pretend like we're in some kind of like corporate corner office or a cubicle somewhere. People want to see the real you. And there are women who are hesitant right now. I feel like there are women watching right now are like, well, I'm not getting the results I want. And I only made this much money and I'm not getting enough traction. We only have a few minutes left. What would you say to that mom who is doubting that super mom inside of her, doubting that she can do this? Well, first of all, stop doubting yourself. You are amazing. God made you that way. And you have to own that. Uh, and I, I would tell yourself, you know, have you ever seen that video on um, uh, that self-affirmation video of that little girl standing on the sink? Talking oh, I love it. I love my hair. Right? I love my friends. Right, right. It's almost like that. Get up every morning and... Flip and tell yourself how amazing you are because God made you that way. That may sound ridiculous, but, and, and you know, the, the re reality of it is, though, some of us need to hear it. Yeah. We, maybe some, somebody else isn't telling you that. So tell yourself you are amazing. God made you that way. And stop trying to get in your own way because you are getting in your own way. True. Um, and, and, and that, of course, it's, I know this is easier said than done, but start. You have to start somewhere. So that you can start to believe that you have amazing stuff in you because it doesn't do me any good to tell you, um, even though you know it, you know, I'm right that you know that God made you special, but it's, you don't, you haven't owned it yet. You're still, you're still holding on to that. So that's, I think that's the first thing. Um, the next thing is stop paying attention to everything and, and key in on the basics in your business. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're following uh, 50 people, unsubscribe from all but three, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people who you feel like really do have valuable information that you could learn from, but not like 50. It's crazy. Yeah. Just, just Kim Garst and Hannah Keeley. She's doing <laughs> there you go. And, um, and then be, like I say, be consistent each and every day in your business and, um, uh, don't get, uh, sidelined by the imposter syndrome. So huge. I think, especially when you're, you're not where you want to be, you're always constantly looking around. And just a reminder, imposter syndrome is when you feel like they're going to, people are going to find out. I really don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I feel say like something I about that real quick. Um, I'm to interrupt you. I, can I say something real quick about me? that? I should have said this before, but it's so important. So um, when you're starting a business and you feel like you don't know enough yet, reality check, we all feel that way. And the reality of it is we don't know it all. Mm -mm. I mean, everybody is at various stages in their knowledge levels and what they can ultimately help someone else with. 
but you are two or three steps ahead of the person behind you yeah. or, or you're 10 steps ahead of the person behind you. Yeah. Those are your peeps. Those are the people that you are here to help. You're not here to help somebody that's 15, 20 steps ahead of you. That's it's for somebody else. That's their yeah. ideal client. Yeah. So don't stress over not knowing enough. Own what you know. And I see this all so, so many times in the social media space where people start social media businesses and they're like, but I don't know enough about, and I'm like, uh, do you constantly get questions? Uh-huh. Well, then you know more than they know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember interviewing this one man who has, who has over seven multi-million dollar businesses. Yeah. Huge success story. And he said, honestly, I wake up with this nightmare, like people are going to realize, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And I'm like, so everybody feels that way. It was like yeah. the biggest light bulb moment for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, no matter where you are, whether you're bringing in an extra 150 bucks a month or whether you're bringing in 150 million, everybody feels that way. That's what I exactly. We all feel that way. You know, and if I don't know something, I just own it. You know, I'm like, I don't know, but I'll find out, you know, and, just be constantly learning and be okay with where you are in the season of your journey as, as it relates to your business and know that you do have people that you can help that you can serve. Yes. And that's really what it all comes down to. Kim knows this. That's why I wanted her on here because she has that unique perspective. She understands it's about serving others. And that's why you're here. I know that's why you're watching because you understand this about your business. It all comes down to how we can serve the other person. Kim, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I appreciate oh, thank that. You. And sorry that Sophie managed to. No, like, Sophie's the rock star. We love <laughs> Sophie. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and keep rocking that super mom life. Kim, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm sorry I cut you off there at the end. No, no, no. And we ended just in time. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to yes, run to my know you've got. I know you've got to get in the car. And I want to ask you this. So I want, I'm having a mastermind here and I can't get you out of my head. I want to fly you here. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I love you so much. Go, I'll call you and tell you all the details. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm interested, like, cause I'm getting ready to start a mastermind. Oh, cool. So, awesome. Yeah. I, so it'd be fun to like collaborate on that and see what oh, you're doing. I love it. I love it. I'll call you and uh, we'll talk. So go ahead and get in the car and, and hustle your buns. I love okay. you so much. Thank love you. Love you too, sweetie. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.